This is the National Medicine Symposium from the Canberra National Convention Centre. Before we finish for the day, we're going to come or go right back, do full circle and return to where we started this morning, which was talking about consumers. We do have two consumer advocates, the rapporteurs that are part of the conference over these two days. And um, we've asked if both of them would come forward and just I'd like to hear, and I think we'd all like to hear, just a few reflections from both of them about their uh, experiences today and what they've heard. So would you please welcome Melissa Cadso and Deborah Letica to the podium. And I'll tell you a little about both of them. Um, Deborah is new to this, it's her first time. Um, so we'll be very kind to you, Deborah. Um, <laughs> Melissa has done it before but is, and has been wonderful um, in supporting the organisation and being a rapporteur. Melissa is, a pa is passionate about health consumer and been active, consumerism has been actively involved in decisions at the board table, serving on South Australian and national entities. She's broad interests in the area of consumer-centred care and meaningfully partnering with consumers as well as special interests in digital health and children's health. That's Melissa with the long hair and Deborah with the short hair is an active consumer care representative passionate about improving the patient experience to improve health outcomes and she's involved in a number of safety and quality committees at South Metro Health Service based at Fiona Stanley Hospital in Perth, Western Australia as well as nationally. Please warmly welcome both of them. Thank you. So this morning Lynn Weeks said that consumers are at the heart of NPS. This is true at this symposium. Thank you, Lynn, the NPS board and staff and the Consumers Health Forum for integrating us two consumer rapporteurs into the two days. As a health consumer, I've had the pleasure of ser serving on a health, health service governing council, a pharmacy authority, a regulation group, college committees, a number of consumer groups and digital health plus choosing wisely. I'm from South Australia and my, I'm the daughter of a nurse. So I want to thank you, the people of the health system, for caring for us, for striving for better health outcomes for us, for partnering with us, whether it's in the consultation room or at the board table. Um, as you said, this is my second MPS. I've been loving the sessions uh, and the conversations today. As a consumer, a patient, a carer and a parent, I want to reflect quickly on three, three topics. The first one I've combined, health outcomes, disruption and data. I found it exciting that many presenters have spoken about striving for better health outcomes, that it's not about technology but delivering better outcomes, that we live in a time of disrupt, disruption and that healthcare now needs disruption and that disruption can provoke rapid change. change. We were asked what disruptor does healthcare need? Some of our presenters focused on evidence, others on data, someone turning data into relevant information so that decisions can lead to better outcomes for patients. Other presenters reminded us is that when changing the health system, such as technology or regulation, that it's not a revolution, but an evolution. Either way, we were reminded, this can be rev uh, leveraged with the insight of consumers. Then late today, we were cautioned over the, the use of data in relation, relation to overdiagnosis. So again, we were reminded to strive for better outcomes. Second, silos. Consumers already face silos in the health system. Please don't accidentally create silos in the digital health system. 
At a session this morning, I was pleased to learn that the MedicineWise app will now have an API to share their curated information about medicines, map to um, CMIs, support PDFs and videos with other apps and digital solutions. Linking digital health solutions together like this goes towards removing some of these potential digital health silos for both consumers and, and clinicians, practitioners. Third, I'm delighted there's been discussions around creating consumer-centred systems, including the importance of cultural competency. Like with the previous symposium in 2016, we heard different voices say today, get the right players together, including consumer representatives, so we can work together to build innovative systems, policies and practices, leading to better health outcomes. After this symposium, we're only halfway through, Deborah and I'll be writing a report summarising the two days from a consumer perspective. Please keep chatting to us in person as well as on Twitter. There's a whole other conversation going on on Twitter, mm -hmm. which is fantastic, including consumers outside this room um, messaging us and being involved, and, and, and clinicians. Um, and thank you for Deborah for sh sharing this journey with me. So. Thank you. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you to the panel. And I'd just like to give a very big thank you to um, Dr. Lynn Weeks for the opportunity for, for me to be here today and all the NPS staff um, for looking after us and making it possible to be here to learn and share so much information and what an extraordinary day it's been. You know, they invited me to come across um, from Perth WA to, to have a chat with some amazing, passionate healthcare professionals, they said which sounded like a whole heap of fun. They didn't tell me is that you'd all be here together. <laughs> so I guess that's one of those what did the doctor say moments. Mm -hmm. So my three, my, my three things from a consumer carer perspective is the key important things is that for our health services to be sustainable into the future, we must co-design them together, consumers and carers and support workers. Um, need, to be, need, need to be included so we can enjoy the best health outcomes possible for us as individuals or for those that we care for. I think that every single one of us will be at some time a consumer and at some time in our life we will um, become a carer for someone we love. So our health is our greatest asset. Consumers, carers and support workers need support to increase our health literacy and advocate on our own behalf and for someone who we love. Life is about information and knowledge is powerful. So coordinated person-centred care is just so important. And I think it's important that social care for people living in disability support accommodation and healthcare is, is interfaced with it through the NDIS or some other mechanism. Um, I met an amazing lady this morning who is a care coordinator in a GP clinic. She understands the importance of getting to know her patients and their health goals and what medications they're taking. She, showed, she shared a story about, with me about a young man with a PhD. So he, he's quite an educated young fellow. So he was taking an over-the-counter medication that was interacting with what his GP was prescribing. But he hadn't thought to tell that to his GP. So his GP didn't know that. So I guess um, it gets down to medication safety and increasing health consumers' literacy that he really ought to have told the GP what he was doing. Um, so that's a good example of collaborating. So because she collaborated and got the, 
the uh, orchestrator, the GP and the patient having a further conversation, it led to a better health outcome for the patient. So um, I would like to thank Mary McHale for sharing her story and allowing me to share it with you. So thank you. Um, the, other, the other thing that struck a chord with me was the digital world. The digital world is amazing and exciting and it makes our world smaller and more accessible. But I have a fear, and there is a but, that somehow um, I, I fear for that it will remove the human elements of empathy, compassion and kindness. And I truly believe that as Lucy Mays said to me a few weeks ago, the experts in healthcare at both, are at both ends of the stethoscope. We're mm -hmm. all in this together. So thank you for chatting with me so openly, and I really enjoyed it immensely. And if I haven't caught up with you, so please do come and have a chat. Um, and my biggest thing that I think can improve the healthcare system that isn't going to cost anything is kindness. Um, being kind to others, our work colleagues, patients, carers, makes you feel good, makes them feel happier, and then it spreads on like a virus. So perhaps we could all catch the virus bug. <laughs> the kindness bug, rather. Uh, so let's focus on each other and give each other the gift of empathy, understanding and compassion. Thank you. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you. Thank you to Melissa and Deborah. And what a lovely thought to, to end on um, Deborah's comment there about experts being at both ends of the stethoscope. How very, very true that is. Well, it's been a rich day of discussion and certainly um, plenty of great food for thought and there's more tomorrow. Tonight, you're going to enjoy a lovely dinner at the Arboretum. And for those of you who aren't from Canberra, it is a beautiful, beautiful site. Unfortunately, it'll be dark by the time you get there, so you won't see the full benefit of it. So go back during the day sometime. It is one of our, our um, favourite places here in Canberra, the Arboretum. Beautiful building too. There will be a bus uh, at 6.45, quarter to seven, around the corner from the convention centre here in Corrindark Street. Um, a big Murray's bus, and it'll be quite obvious where that is. So if you're joining the bus to go up to the Arboretum, uh, if you could be there just before quarter to seven this evening, that would be terrific. And I will see you all back here at 8.30 sharp tomorrow morning. Enjoy your evening. Thank you. <laughs>